This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchMag.com, and I'm joined once again with uh, our, our one of the best people I know, uh, one of the best uh, etiquette experts there is anywhere, Twitter, Facebook, online, in person, uh, Diane Gotsman. Hi, Diane. Oh, I'm flattered. I'm, I'm glad that you said Diane Gotsman. <laughs> so glad to be here. You weren't holding your breath, were you? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, so we, this is, you know, we resurrect this topic every couple of years because every couple of years it gets, ah, uh, man, it gets almost overwhelming. And we're talking about politics and we are in the heat of a presidential election and right now as we're having this conversation uh the the republican nomination uh race is on right now so uh politics is at the you know for those who actually if you don't even follow politics it's going to be unavoidable because you're you're going to run into somebody who does want to talk politics and so the we're going to talk some tips today about how to navigate, perhaps circumvent (laughs) political discussion. Um, So I'll just jump right into this stuff here, Diane. Um, Some people may think that it's never okay in a communal setting to bring up politics. Is that that the case? Well, you know, it used to be the case more than it is today. You know, the, the rule is you stay away from volatile topics like politics, sex, divorce, you know, health issues. But in reality, we are bombarded with political news 24-7, and it's inevitable. And the bottom line is, and what we're talking about today, is how to navigate those waters in a courteous way and how to handle the faux pas or, you know, the, the missteps that may or may not come up, you know, come up. Mm-hmm. So today I think it's perfectly fine as long as you are a cooperative, uh, let's talk about it at the dinner table, you know, table yeah. date. Okay. So that's, yeah. Okay. And, and if someone brings politics into a conversation that you're already having, uh, is it, because you actually mention that it it's bad form to launch the po- politics conversation but if somebody brings it into a conversation you're already having is it okay to then delve deeper into a political discussion Ab- <clears throat> absolutely and you know what i what i mention is i think that it's it's bad form to be sitting at a dinner table when people are talking about their um, children and hobbies and you interrupt and say so are you a Republican or are you a Democrat? You know, it puts yeah. people on the spot. Yeah. But it's 
conversation comes up and you're already and, and you're there and you are inclined jump in you know absolutely it's just the way that you jump in <laughs> you're right because it is one of those converse it's one of those topics where it's just it's just uneasy when it's brought up in in a particular way almost like sitting at a dinner table and just going around the table like how much do you make you know it's just one of those things that just yep. makes people yes. what, what are you talking about why would you bring it up like that that's crazy talk Yes. And there's always someone who knows or thinks they know more than you. So often we feel like we can't hold our own at the table because we don't know as much. Or in a conversation, I'm saying dinner dinner table. But, you know, but but don't feel that way. You know, you feel comfortable saying what what you want to say. and, And a good guest will not grill you, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's a whole different topic. You know, we'll talk about that in a little bit, how you yeah. get out of that. <laughs> so, so what are some, so, you know, stay away from name calling and stay yeah. away from slurs and, and, you know, stick to the facts and, and just try and keep a neutral conversation going neutral. You know, that's a, that's a subjective word, but yeah. you're just going to be, just think of in terms of you're being polite, you're a guest at someone's home or you're the host at you know, of an event, it's up to you to be a role model and I think, set the standard. Yeah, and I think you brought up a great point, too, about sticking to the facts because I feel like part of the problem with a lot of the punditry right now is there. there's one thing to um, discuss facts and then there's another thing to have basic philosophical governing differences in opinion and sometimes you just have to agree to disagree that, you know, that's what you believe in the, how the country should be run. And this is how I believe the country should be run or whatever political form you're discussing. And that's the, I agree. And that's the point. You just agree to disagree. And, and you do that within your own family as well. You know, mm-hmm. you can sit at, at the same table and even your wife or your husband may not have your views. Yeah. So that should not cause a family it might cause family disruption but it should not take you down to divorce court you know <laughs> that is, there is something much more important you know than whether i agree or i disagree with who you're going to for and by the way once you get in there who really knows yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> and, and i speak from experience on that one you know, sometimes <laughs> i i you speak your voice and and at some point in time you just you're going to do what you're going to do when you get in that booth anyway that's right so um, it's and if you're with your family members and it gets heated or if you're with friends and it gets heated, you just say, look, I'm taking, you know, yeah. time out. We need to change topics. And, and we're talking philosophical differences of, you know, something that, you know, they think it should be local government. You think it should be national government, whatever the case may be. But what about when you know that someone's saying something that literally is just not true? The facts are not there. How? Should you correct them? Is there a proper way to correct them? Um, and well, it- you make your point. You know, you say what you know. You know, you say, well, you know, it's my understanding, and I and I did the research or whatever it is. You know, you you state your your point, and you really do. It's one of those things you have to let it go. It depends on do you want to be right, or do you. You just have to make that judgment on how far you want to take this. You know, it could turn into a, a fist fight down the road. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But, you know, we, we get pretty upset in these kinds of heated debates. Yeah, so so that includes even if you 
if they say something that's untrue and you correct them with the proper facts and then they continue to deny it, you're saying that you should just decide how far you really want to take this and just let it go. If that's right. That's the. I mean, you up. could say <laughs> if you said something that I know is absolutely not factual. Yeah. I would say, well, Steve, I disagree, mm-hmm. and then let you go. Yeah. Okay. You know. Because it does become a war of the words. Yeah. If you know what you know what you know, you know there are some <laughs> people that it does not matter. I can tell you the sky is yellow if I believe that, and you're not going to convince me otherwise. If yeah. That's what I think. Um, so in terms of being a, a good listener, uh, when others are sharing their political opinions, what are some tips you have on uh, being a good listener? Well, a courteous listener is is actually going to nod. They're going to make eye contact. They'll even if they disagree with you, or you disagree with them. Let's say you uh-huh. ask questions. Say, well, and where do you where do you get that belief, or where does that come from? Where did you where did your facts come from, or what are you basing that on? But it's all in your tone of voice. It's all in your body language. Okay. So. It's about being respectful. You know, a good listener is a respectful listener, and they are also engaging and asking questions. And you never know when you might learn something you didn't know before. Mm-hmm. You just never know. You may be surprised. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what about when – and I, I'm sure everybody knows somebody like this uh, – when you're having a, a nice, friendly, cordial conversation about the politics and then you have that one person who jumps in who is there merely to instigate and stir the, stir the pot. And they make this conversation, which was <clears throat> neutral and respectful and civil, into something that's aggressive and out of control. Yeah. You just say, you know, this conversation just took a turn, and uh, this is this was not the tone of our, you know, of our our conversation. So let's just let's just agree to disagree <clears throat> once again. Here we go with agreeing to disagree. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's change the subject because okay. it's taken it's taken aggr- an aggressive tone. Um, and, you know, and following that is oh, – oh, go ahead, Steve. I, I'm, I'm reading your bullets and follow, your, your questions, and following it is what do you do, you know, if you yeah. just want out. And you just get out. You know, you have to say, even if it's just you and that other person, you know, I'm uncomfortable with the direction in which this is going. So if you'll p- please excuse me. You know, let's either change a conversation or I'm going to excuse myself. Sometimes there is a time and a place for you to be firm, polite but firm. I mean, if this was your conversation to begin with, is it okay to ask them to leave rather than you walking out of the conversation? Well, okay. It's it's a little – it's uncomfortable when you ask anyone to leave. Mm-hmm. So so if if I'm in a conversation that someone else, you know, intrudes into, you yeah. know, if, it's, if they're belligerent, then I would more than likely just change that conversation. Okay. If I'm in a one-to-one conversation that is getting – ugly or even a you know multiple person uh-huh. conversation that's getting ugly then i would say you know this is this conversation is making me uncomfortable i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go get another diet coke or <laughs> yeah. you know or you know i'm i'm uh, really i'm i'm out you know this yeah. is i want to change the subject or please excuse me yeah so i don't think that i would ask them to leave okay. unless they just were really really <laughs> but as the host of any event it's your job to make sure that everyone is comfortable. And if you see that going on, and if you are the host, there's nothing wrong with you walking into this conversation and saying, okay, guys, you know, time out. This, this, is, this is 
going in the wrong direction. What about those, you know, what about that sports team? Or, you know, just, just mildly and lightly change the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you brought this up actually in, toward the beginning of this conversation, which is, you know, some couples have, you know, husband and wives have different political views um, and they're affiliated with the opposite political party. Uh, do you have any words of advice for helping them navigate the next several months as uh, the political conversation spins out of control here? I think it's communication. You have to start out from the very beginning, and if if you didn't, do it now, you know, and just agree that we have different views, we're going to have different opinions, but at the end of the day, we love and support each other, and we are not going to embarrass each other in public, you know, degrade each other publicly or privately. We can debate in a respectful manner. Um, I don't drive my husband's car with that bumper sticker on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you just, you just have to do things to make, make sure that your relationship stays strong and healthy. Okay. Um, and this one is, uh, I feel like this is kind of an interesting, uh, point here, which is when you, when you're going to a function, uh, where, you know, your spouse, uh, we're playing off the fact that you may have opposing political views from your spouse and you're, say you're hanging out with your friends who, um, have the opposite political view of your spouse. And so you really know that your spouse is walking into the lion's den, of political opposition here. Uh, do you have any thoughts on protecting them in that type of environment because you know they're going to get grilled? Well, first of all, I think I would talk to them beforehand and uh-huh. say, you know, you're going to get beat up. I'm just warning you, you know, and yeah. I don't mean that physically, but, you know, sure. they're going to come at you. So what do you want me to do? You know, do you want a plan? You want a game plan? You want me to, to swoop in at a certain time? Because they may want you to, but there are some that don't feel like they need to be rescued. Yeah. And so I think you don't want to embarrass them or make them, in their eyes, feel like they are the weaker link. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, know your spouse's personality. Yeah. And then again, if it's getting ugly, certainly you would you would kind of swoop in and just change a subject. Or, a, But I don't think I would come in to, quote, unquote, send the message of rescuing because it does – it's just the filter of devaluing uh, or or making it look like they needed your help. So Mm. everybody feels kind of off kilter. You know, and I I should talk about it ahead of time. That's a great, that's a great point. Um, I feel like I should mention it too, is, you know, we're, we're because politics has gotten so ugly and dirty lately, at least it seems that way on the, on the surface. um, Some, not all of it has to be that way. And, you know, perhaps in a situation like the one we were just discussing, perhaps the the environment you're going into is a bunch of curious minds of the opposite political view, where they're thinking, "Well, I'm interested to hear what this person says because they're more in tune with the other side, and I'm I'm interested in that." So we're assuming That's the right. worst here, but it might not necessarily be that way. They might actually be looking forward to having a conversation with you because they might be thinking. You know, they have something to offer to this conversation that I just don't get in the uh, the bubble that I live in. So um, that's right. And even if they come into it aggressively or controversially in their own mind, you can diffuse that by the way that you present your thoughts and and your opinions. You know, it's we can't change anybody else's behavior, but we are responsible for the way that we treat other people and we act and react. So it, we. 
I think that we make an effort to do our part. Mm -hmm. And and so do you have any final thoughts on bringing a little bit more civility to the political arena? You know, (laughs) I think that we, we certainly, we have a ways to go and I, it feels like it feels like when we talk politics, it can get so aggressive. But in reality, if we really do our best, you know, to to present the present the the topic in a manner in which everyone is open to, I think that's our first step. You know, just keep it civil. Keep it civil. One person at a t- one person at a time, and one event at a time. Okay, I think that's great advice. Um, so. Remember, everybody, please be civil. Uh, I know it's a passionate topic, um, and you know there's there's no reason to break up marriages <laughs> over politics. <laughs> no, there is not. <laughs> um, or friendships, for that matter. Uh, so, uh, Diane, thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure. I love doing this with you, and I can't wait to do this again soon. My pleasure. Looking forward to it. Uh, Before we go here, I want to remind everybody, you are listening to Diane Gotsman, who is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, is the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals. Uh, Diane is also the author of Pearls of Polish, and you can get more information from Diane at her website, diannegotsman.com. You can follow her on Facebook. Uh, it's Protocol School of Texas. You can follow Diane on Twitter at Diane Gotsman. Uh, I am on Twitter at Hitch Media. And if you can't remember any of this stuff, go to our website, hitchmag.com. You can find uh, all the great content from Diane there, uh, contact information, and much, much more. Um, And the last thing I should mention is if uh, you haven't done so, uh, I recommend downloading this app. We're part of the Stitcher Smart Radio Network now, uh, which is a a really cool app. Maybe you got a new smartphone for over the holidays or something. Uh, It's a free app. You download it, and whenever we post a new podcast, you don't have to sync it with iTunes. It will just automatically download. Uh, You can go to Stitcher dot com slash hitched download the app there and then it'll ask you to enter a promo code just so they know where you got it from and you just type in hitched and that'll let them know that you heard it from this fabulous podcast and uh and that's it and then it'll sync with all your other podcasts that you have on your on your uh you know itunes uh, ipod or whatever already and uh it's, it's, it's just a great app i just recommend you doing it if you're a regular podcast listener so Uh, Thank you once again, Diane, and uh, looking forward to more in the very near future. Thank you. Okay, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.